Welcome to the second half of season four of Living from the Bottom to the Top. This is my podcast that follows my journey of becoming houseless to owning my own mortgage-free house on my own property. Who am I? I go by the name Joe, and I'm a 57-year-old woman who lives in a travel trailer I call Penny Royal on my friend's property in the middle of the Mojave Desert in Southern California. I try to post weekly. Each episode is recorded mostly on my Galaxy Note 10 phone, and other than a basic outline to keep me from rambling, each episode is unedited, meaning you hear exactly what is going on without any filters, and sometimes that means episodes can be raw, emotionally, or end in language. The last couple of weeks have been um, eventful, which is kind of an understatement. Um, August decided it was going to go out with a bang, in a way that, not a literal bang, but a bang, still the same. Um, I was sitting in my bed watching some TikToks while trying to get a video to load up on TikTok, and just kind of out of the corner of my eye, I saw movement. And I was like, okay, am I seeing things? Because sometimes things move right and they're not really there. It's just the way the wind or the shadow or whatever. Except I sat up and it was still there. And I see the belly of a snake climbing the wall. Needless to say, I was up and out of the bed screaming for puppy because C had gone to town to get water and some shopping. Um, and of course, by the time Pup got down here with the snake stick and everything, um, it had disappeared into the, I assume, my bedding. Needless to say, I was not happy. Um, so I started, she left. She was mad. I had woken her up from a nap. And I don't blame her for being mad. So I uh, took the smaller grabby stick that I had and carefully started moving things around from my bed, you know, from the end, hoping that I'll see it. And I could see exactly what kind it was. And I moved blanket and it fell out onto the floor. And of course I screamed for a pup again. And it fell on, like I said, it fell onto the floor and it got into defensive mode. And I'm like, well, at least you don't have a rattle. Okay, I can, I can sort of handle that. Um, but Pup came back down and of course it had gone back up into the bedding and she didn't see it. So I'm pretty sure that she thought I was crazy and it, there was no snake. I was seeing things. What I also need to say is, not two days prior, Pup said she had had a dream about a snake. A couple snakes. And so I was cussing her out for that. Because the last time she did that, I ended up with a snake in my house. And it was a coach whip, which are also known as red racers. Didn't know it at the time. Um, so I had since seen 
post about I needed expanding foam because I'd figured out where it came in at. There was a separation between the door and the floor on the inside. And, of course, C did not get the message because signal sucks out here. And he didn't get it until he got, like, into his his rig. And it was like, sorry. And I'm like, mm, no problem. I'm sleeping in the car. Because nobody could find the, 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 the slithery thing. And I'm like, mm, yeah, not gonna, mm-mm. So I spent the rest of the day finding every single place one could access the trailer and made note of it. And so when it cut time for bed, I climbed into the car, except I didn't sleep because the car in its settling was making all sorts of noises and I was hyper, hyper uh, alert. I forget what the exact wording is. And, uh, so I didn't sleep. So the next day I got back up and got the stick again and started removing everything from the front door to towards the bed. And right as I got to some dishes, it popped out of the sink again, same as last year. And I'm like, oh no. So I went and got C and I'm like this. And uh, I took a picture of it. So I had proof that this thing is in my trailer. And there is a picture on Facebook and C got it out. Well, it got away from me. And I hadn't quite got the phone. He hadn't brought me the phone yet so I could fixed the thing and I kid you not within a half hour that motherfucker was back in my house only this time he's hanging out on where my sewing is and I'm like okay well any I'm like okay got everything out of the way folded down the stove you know so that when C came back he didn't have too much to worry about and as we come back it's sitting in the window watching us Needless to say, C was not happy. He got it. It went, it got away from him. It went down a hole. Still near the trailer. Not happy. But uh, he had brought me expanding foam that he had. And I filled every single crack and crevice I could. Well, then that night, because I'm sure that there's no snake in my house. That night I'm in my bed and I had a leak above my bed at one point. So I had stapled up a plastic bag so that, you know, basically I could direct where the water was going. Which was great for Hurricane Hillary because then I could, you know, I could see where it was pooling and whatever. And like I said, directed it into a bowl. I happen to look up and the plastic is moving. Now the way it's moving, I thought a damn snake had gotten in the roof. Now you have to remember, my anxiety level is already spiked. So I went and got C. And he's like poking at the thing. He's like, okay. And then this motherfucking mouse pokes his head out. Like, hi! 
So yeah, a mouse, which is the reason the damn snake came in the house in the first place, is taunting me. So I'm like, okay, set the mouse traps, only to find out these damn things are so light, they can sit on the trigger and eat everything and not set it off. They're called pocket mice, I guess. They are, but they are so, I mean, they're cute, but they are so light. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with it. So I took a gallon jug and put some stuff in it. And a couple days later, I caught one mouse. Where you have one, you have at least six, if not more, because they're born pregnant. At least it seems like it. So I got one and took him as far away from the trailer as I could. Well, I have another one. And it's noisy. And it's not falling for the trap. So I'm not sure how I'm going to get rid of this one yet. Unfortunately, it may be a slingshot and a pebble. Because I'm done with them. Like I said, needless to say, things are just not. And see, finally it's what September 9th we finally ordered the alternator uh, like yesterday or the day before for the car because he's gone to town twice now on the electric bike and things have happened so it's been it's come very clear to him that he needs to get the car fixed and I needed to, I wanted to go to town, and I, you know, sees like, well, you can use the regular pedal bike, and I've had issues with it, because one, it's too tall for me, and I should have known that things were not going to go right. Um, the 7th, I decided I was going to go to town, or was it the 8th? Might have been the 8th. I don't know right. No, it was the 7th. Yeah, it was 7th. And uh, I had basically made myself... Uh, I redid one backpack because it kept falling apart because of sun damage. So I took it apart and used it as a pattern and made my own. And the first thing that happened was the strap broke. Because... I thought I had it in the right spot when I was making it, and obviously I did not. So I fixed that. Now, that should have been my first clue, and I should have listened, but I didn't. So the incline is from basically our driveway to where we need I need to go is so steep that I can't ride down it. And it's so sandy after Hurricane... Hillary really rerouted everything on the roads. And I got past what we call the jo we call Joshua, which is the mile marker, and proceeded to fall. It, I can't say I crashed because it wasn't a crash. I uh, hit a soft spot. And I was going down, and normally I lay the bike a different way so I can get off. And I laid it the opposite direction and fell. 
and uh, it's like okay, I'm 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 okay, and I got and I'm like I can you know a little you know it hurt a little bit. I'm like okay, well I made it out to the five point three mile mark, which is where there's an abandoned marijuana farm except the sign originally said hemp farm to make it seem legit and uh i sat there for a while because i was in a lot of pain at that point i had walked four some four point some odd miles out to that spot and i took some pain reliever and i sat there and realized i was in tears and i still had 17 more miles to go to town and I'm like, there's just no way. It hurt to walk, which meant it was going to hurt to cycle. And I'd taken pain relief. I did the muscle cream that I had. And I was like, I can't do this. So I walked back because the road is just, it's horrible. And I also realized, I came to the realization that I can't ride this bike. Because this is like the third time, and this time I hurt myself pretty good. Except at the time, I didn't realize how bad. So I made it back to Joshua, and I sat there for almost two hours because I was in so much pain. And it was hot. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't in the hundreds, thankfully. But I had texted C and let him know that. I didn't make it to town, and I was on my way back, and where I was at, just in case, you know. And I got back, finally, about five thirty, six o'clock. And, you know, I was in pain, and I took, I took a bed, a, a, a heavier pain med. Which sort of helped. And uh, I had lidocaine, so I put that on, which helped. Um, I have blisters on my toes because why not? And like I said, I can't ride the bike because I'm not tall enough. Um, as Pep pointed out, I have to buy a lot of my stuff in the children's section. And she's not wrong. I drowned in most of the women's clothing. There's very few men's clothing I can wear. I'm at that fine line for different things. And for the most part, I have to buy my shoes in the children's section. If I want to wear boots, I have to buy them in size 5 in the men's. Um, which is basically one step up from children's. Barely. It's like, oh, you're just a teenager. Yeah. So there's that. And so, you know. C decided he wanted biscuits, and I'm like, that actually sounds really good. So, biscuits and gravy. So, I made biscuits, and uh, 
he made the gravy. I did that the next, I did that on the 7th and the 8th. Well, the 8th I woke up. I didn't sleep real well on the 7th. But I did it, when I finally fell asleep, I slept until like 11. And then I went to get up. Only to realize how much pain I was in. I really hurt myself. I pulled something, uh, strained it, whatever, um, aggravated it with walking. And it wasn't just, I thought it was just my knee. Because I really twisted my knee when I fell. But it's my knee, my hip, and the middle of my back. So I pulled something really well. And everything's swollen. And it hurts to walk. So I spent most of the day just zoning out because I was in pain. And I have six books on Amazon now. Because that was supposed to be the way to make money. I've been doing this since middle of August. I've had one sale. Not for lack of trying. And... I haven't sold anything on my sewing, but I haven't really promoted it. So the other day I did um, ask what people wanted and made a weird comment about, you know, catnip eggs. And so now I have to make that pattern and do that. But I'm really frustrated because things just don't seem to be going the way I need them to go. And... One of the things was, I busted my ass to save my storage unit. Well, I went to send the money from my cash up, cash app to my child so they could get me a money order and send it in. So, you know, I have that month paid, which would have been August. Only I missed, I hit the wrong button and somehow ended up sending it to my bank. Well, my kid didn't tell me that they didn't receive the money. So I assumed, which was my fault, they had done this and sent in everything. It wasn't until almost the end of the month that they finally told me they hadn't received the money. At the same time, I finally got notified that the money was in my bank account. About the same time, I got notified at a different email account that they hadn't received payment. And if I hadn't gotten in contact them by a certain date that they were going to assume that I didn't want the unit anymore. So I had to do all that, tell them to please update me. They said they tried to do it to that and said it was a bad email. So they put a letter in there wrong because I copied and pasted it in this time. And I got a message on my account that I used the most as a test. And I said, received, thank you. And I explained what happened. And got the money and sent it to my child and I'm still waiting for confirmation that they got either money order or cashier's check and they mailed it and I'm wondering because child there for a while was calling me pretty much every other day if not every day and talking to me well this last two weeks they haven't been so I'm beginning to wonder if maybe they lost their job and they don't want to tell me 
which means I'm going to lose both accounts, both units, and I'm not happy because I have to bust my ass somehow and make money and figure out how to go whatever. And then I get my memories on Facebook. Which has been detailing, and I didn't realize it until this year, that I've been asking for help to survive. So I wouldn't be homeless or houseless. I started asking for that kind of help in 2014. And all I ever got was the thumbs up, the like, or... If you need help, let me know. At what point do I have to be rude and say, I've been asking every single month, multiple times, for help since minimum 2014? If I really look at it, I've been asking since. A long time before that. You know, they say, oh, it takes a village. It might take a village. But when the village is aware of what's going on and they turn a blind eye, you have to wonder what you're doing wrong. Especially when... You look around and people that, I don't want to say all people because that's not right. There are others that are struggling and I understand that. And I don't necessarily ask for handouts because that's not who I am. It's like, I need help. But here's what I have to offer in exchange. Okay. And I can sit there and watch people that make billions say, oh, I'm broke this month. I need help. And people will rush to donate to these people that make billions. And because their check for that month was less than the billion. People are like, oh, let me help you out. Yet the people that need help, oh, they're faking it or, you know, pull up by the bootstraps and an account that I follow on TikTok. They do skits and the one skit they proved a point about how the saying pull yourself up through your bootstraps is utter nonsense because you cannot physically pull yourself up by your bootstraps you need help you can't do it by yourself which is true you can't no matter how many people say oh I do it was this and I did this all on my own no, you didn't. You might think you did. But somewhere, somebody helped you. 
And I'm trying to stay as positive and focused and in the now and everything. But when it comes back and slaps you in the face about how much you keep trying and you seem to be going backwards. I can't say it's the universe trying to teach me a lesson because I know all this. But how do I move forward when everything I'm trying seems to be back going backwards? You know, I get all these videos about how to make all this money, you know, do low content books, do this, do that. And these people are making thousands of dollars doing these things. What am I doing wrong? When I have, you know, they're like, seven days you should have this much money from one book. You know, it's just a journal. That's all it is. And they're charging like $20. And it's just a colored lined book. The outside is, I don't know, mauve. Might have a picture of an owl on it or a stupid saying. Okay, it's not stupid. You know, it's like the one I have. It's purple and it says a moment or a dreams do come true. Dot, dot, dot. And then it's lined and, you know, it's a little fancier than what these are. And they're selling these books. And yet, I've been at it, like I said, since August 1st. And I haven't made a sale. It's like, at what point do you utterly give up? I mean, I've basically given up on my dad because... He didn't call me for my birthday. He didn't send me anything. Didn't even send me an email saying happy birthday. I'd have been happy with that. Nope. Haven't heard from him since I called him on Father's Day. Which means I won't hear from him until I call him on his birthday. And then I'll get to listen to him repeat himself a couple times because... For whatever reason, he's doing that. Then I'll hear about what my brothers, what my br brothers are doing because that's so great. I mean, I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I know I seem like I'm needy and wishy-washy and all this. But since that first time I went to town, that narrator died. There is no critic. There is no telling me I'm worthless. Because I know I'm not worthless. I can do things. I can sew. I can not easily deal with things that shouldn't be in my trailer. 
that is literally trying to fall in on itself. I still have to put... I found some tarps because I was looking for something else for seed. But I found some tarps. I just need to put them up on the roof and tie them off and get it done. But because I hurt myself, that's going to be a little while because I don't know how long this is going to take to heal. Like I said, I'm in pain. But I've been in pain before and done things. It's just... This pain hurts when I bend my knee. And you kind of have to bend your knee to go up ladders. And... Needless to say, I am... I'm going to have to... Reach out to the person that wanted the uh, custom costumes and... Let them know that I don't think I can do it because till the car is actually running and I have money to get said fabric, um, it's not going to happen. And I finally decided that I needed to make another wish list. And this one's just for food. And I'm going to have to see if maybe if somebody, instead of sending me money, will send it to my storage unit. Just so that there's money going into it, even though it's not for the full amount. At least then I know there's some money going and I can get figure out how to do the rest. I need to sell as much as I can. Yeah, I'm getting a little emotional. Because, like I said, I'm frustrated. Can't say I'm angry, because why do I have a reason to be angry? A reason to be frustrated? Yeah. Disappointed, I guess, is the word I want. Because until I can make it to where I can get everything taken care of, you know, get my storage unit paid up again until, like, January, that's like $200, $300. And that's just the PA storage. I still have to do the California storage. And then I have to go get, you know, my ID. And things like that. Because once I have my ID, not that I'm going to go to Pennsylvania in before, at minimum, April. Because I'm not going to deal with the weather. And get that unit cleared up and out. So I don't have to worry about that. But to do that, I want to get some totes and see if a friend that's in uh, PA will at least pick up the, the totes for me. So that I know they're there and ready for me. That is if I don't lose the unit before now and then. Like I said, I'm already a month behind, well two months now basically. And it's in their right to sell my stuff. 
I busted my ass. For three months. To get everything paid up. And now I'm right, almost right back where I was. It's not as bad. But I'm still behind. So. What do I need to do to come up with money to do everything? Yeah, I have an OnlyFans page, but you have to have your ID with your physical face while you're taking the picture. Before they'll let you have a paid account, meaning that you get paid. You can have a free account. But you can't get paid for it. I have TikTok. But I can't seem to get past the thousand thousand, uh, followers. I can't even make it past 470 followers. You need a thousand to go live. Which means the links in your, you know, your link in the bio. And actually do lives and talk about your life. Takes me 30 minutes. Since I figured out how to actually upload a video. Basically you do your video. You upload it. And you leave it on your following page. And you walk away. For 30 minutes. And hope the signal stays working. Because that's a big thing. The signal doesn't like to stay on right now. Half the time I try to do this. Which is the reason I'm like two weeks behind. I'm doing this, and because of the app that I'm using, which requires signal, I'll be in the middle of recording, and all of a sudden, the recording is gone. So, I'm at, what, 33 minutes and 18 seconds. Imagine doing that for 20 minutes, and look down and realize you've been talking for 15 minutes, and everything you just said is gone, because the app closed and you didn't realize it. The last episode I did on my computer because I have an application there that I don't need the, the, the Wi-Fi until I'm ready to upload it. And I uploaded that at like 2 in the morning because that's when the signal was good. And I was able to do, you know, mess with it so there wasn't a lot of ums and is and whatever that's in this one because I'm actually doing it on my phone. So, yeah. I'm frustrated. Focused, but frustrated. Trying to figure out how to get rid of a mouse or mice. Um, figuring out where everything needs to go. Hoping that C actually gets the car together so that, you know, we can go to town easily and not with expenses that we don't need, like Uber and things like that. So, the, uh, 
goal that I originally had on my copay was for an electric bike. Well, it's back to my storage unit because why not? So yeah, what I'm asking, you don't want to donate directly to me for my storage unit. In the description is the address for the storage unit. It's $70 a month. You want to send money there for my unit? Great, thanks. But unless I can get my business going again, I'm going to end up with basically uh, a negative again. And I'm just kind of tired. I have three years to get a house. And right now, the only house I see is somehow rebuilding this trailer in a place I'm not happy and really don't want to be. Not sure where I want to be, but I know it's not in the Mojave Desert. I want a place where there's real trees and grass and seasons but I don't know I know I don't want to be back east Midwest there's a couple places but barely but for the most part it looks like I need to stay in California and for me to do that I or for me to want to do that. I need to be back up north. Where my child is. And while I might not. Go co back to contact. Full contact with my dad. At least. Where I can keep an eye on him a little bit. You know. Get my own house. And have him. Not her. She's never invited. I don't like her. She has. Just made my life. Miserable. She made my life so miserable while I was up there that I was seriously contemplating ending it. And she fed the, the narrator so much shit. And I'm so glad that narrator is dead. But at the same time, I'm at a loss because... Now I have to figure everything out on my own. Literally. And figuratively. How do I move forward? And right now I feel like I'm in molasses. In quicksand. But I'm not desperate. At least not. Not the wrong desperate. I'm desperate. In trying to figure out how to make it. But I'm not desperate in. I just need to end it. That's. I'm nowhere near that. I'm not holding on by a thread. I'm not worrying about a plate under me. 
um, I'm beyond the first level of Manslow's uh, triangle of hierarchy. I have shelter. I have food. Not great food. I do have some food. And I have safety for the most part. So I'm not, I'm not completely in survival mode. But I'm still trying to figure out me. And right now that's not been easy. So that's where I'm at for now. This is kind of long, so I'll cut it off. And, uh, yeah, rogue out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living from the Bottom to the Top. I welcome comments, suggestions, or helpful advice on improvement of this podcast. The only thing I do ask is that you be respectful and not leave hateful comments, suggestions, or negativity. I do not tolerate hate, and I will delete it without notification or discussion. We can have a difference in opinion, and for the most part there is a difference between the two, between opinion and straight-up hate. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode or found something interesting about it. I do ask that you share with everyone you can think of, no matter your relationship with them, whether you're friends or enemies, strangers, or you just think it should be shared. I do earn a few pennies from the Anchor app for each listen. And who knows, I might actually end up with a sponsor, which would be amazing. Artwork from, for living from the bottom to the top is by Nikki. Her link is in the description of this episode. Anyone that I have talked about, I have put the links on my Kofi page in the description of the episode. And until next time, Rogue out.